Hey everybody, welcome to Decipher the Media, um, episode number 15. Uh, this one I actually recorded a while back. Actually, this was pre-coronavirus uh, and pre-pandemic. So this interview uh, we recorded um, probably late February, early March. This episode features Ian Allegrucci, a good friend of mine. He, I got to uh, sit down with him uh, and have a couple beers. And then we uh, got into uh, discussing his involvement um, with uh, digital media work. Um, he does a lot of uh, camera stuff. The, we talk about the influence that his parents had on his interests, his creative interests. We then get into discussing um, how music influenced and shaped our, our lives um, and how experiencing music um, has affected us, including in a uh, live setting. And then we also touch upon the local art scene and what it's like to experience what others create uh, in the local landscape. Um, as well as the local businesses and how they've been supporting artists. And then finally, we, we get into how social media has really grown and changed um, and how it has really influenced our culture and the, uh, the different generations that are growing up with social media. Um, so I uh, really like this discussion. It was a... Uh, we really just touched upon a lot of uh, a lot of good topics and um, made a lot of good points um, you know so I really appreciated Ian's input on everything and I really think it, it was a, a very enlightening talk um, and hopefully you guys can get something um, good out of it to help influence you in whatever you do so I'll go ahead and uh, turn it over to the interview Again, this is Decipher the Media, episode number 15, with Ian Algrucci. Enjoy. All right. Cheers. Oh, yeah. Cheers. First podcast with... Um, First ever podcast for me. Oh, yeah? That's for damn sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, first one I've had... Uh, alcoholic beverages ever so present on really yeah come on now well the first one i've drank on i think i've had guests that have had a few beers on it but yeah i, mean, it's, I don't know it's chilling yeah it's like chilling with the boys yeah I'm trying not to have this thing fall out again i don't know why this arm it's all fucked up all right fresh start yeah that's fine we can leave this in I don't care. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Just, here, move it closer to your mouth. It's like the mouth. Just get it right in your mouth. Just be like nice and nice and relaxed, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> I feel like this is so weird because we you drive just this like thing. talk every day and now we're just like we have mics in front of us and it's just like I have yeah, to be it's like whatever, official. No, it's not official. <laughs> Run it up, man. You're the showrunner. <clears throat> All right. Jesus, why did my monitor just do that? Test, test, one, two, three. Yeah, we're weird. nice. We're good. No, it was just a monitor. It just, like, went to sleep randomly. Yeah. Testing one, two. Testing one, two. Yeah, it's fine. All right. No, um, man, I've been excited about this, honestly. It's been cool. Like, you mentioned it, and we were, like, you know, going back and forth, blah, 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 and then... Yeah. I was like, oh, like, that'd be sick, you know? And then, like, I thought about it more and more as it went, and I was like, oh, like, we kind of nervous on that, really? Damn, the cats are getting at it in the hallway. Oh, my God. <laughs> cats out of the bag. Dude, she... Yo! <laughs> she gets feisty with him. It's ridiculous. <laughs> she, like, definitely, like, shows him who's boss. I mean, like, hey. who's the head of this household? Yeah, but she's a seniority, you know? Right. She's got like five years on the little one. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah, we've been like talking about this for a while. And then mm -hmm. like, 
Yeah, dude. I mean, I listen to, like, a decent amount of podcasts as is. Yeah. Or at least, like, at once upon a time. Like I was saying, like, the first introduction I ever had to a podcast was, like, one of my dad's, like, best friends growing up and stuff like that. And, like, I was just, like, that little kid that was, like, interested in cameras. He would always bring me on that type of stuff, you know? Yeah. So it was, like, his film projects, like, you know, whatever they were at the time. Right. But, like, to me, it was, like, holy shit, like, you know? It was cool, like, you know, on weekends, he picked me up. It's, like, local from Carrick, and, like, picked me up on his truck and shit when we go around, like, filming projects, like, whatever. Just, like, little skits with his friends and shit. Okay. Like, nothing crazy, and then, like, uh, he got into the whole podcast thing, like, right as that, like, really kind of sparked off, and it was, like, super sick, honestly, but, uh... Yeah, did your dad basically get you into, like, film stuff? Pretty much everything, yeah. Really? Honestly. Yeah, really. So you and your dad were, like, real tight growing up, and... Yeah, I mean, definitely, like, more so than, like, <clears throat> other end of the spectrum and stuff like that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, dude, it's, it's crazy, because, like, everybody has a different story as far as, like, roots go, right? Yeah. It's like you get your influences from, like, different people, or, like, he's always been a very prominent figure to me on that. Mm-hmm. You know, really. I think I, I mean both my parents uh, to an extent. You know, I think I get my creativity from my my mom and my grandmother, mostly. My grandmother just kind of like introduced me to a lot of, like the creative side of our family. Yeah. And my mom was always like, more of a creative, expressive type, okay. and um, like, like it just kind of like. I mean, she was always more into, like, stuff that I was into, like, Star Wars and... Oh, yeah, yeah, Like, we Yeah, were... you said that before, like, heavy... Like, more like a, in a culture sense, like, pop culture. Kind yeah, of pop thing. culture. And then pop yeah. culture kind of led to, like, my love for, like, doing, like, film and being creative and stuff yeah, like exactly. that. that's awesome. I mean, even Star Wars, dude, on that now, like, I had, like, the bed sheets, the wallpaper strips, like, the whole nine yards. Yeah. Like... Oh god! Yeah. Oh yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, so like I, I definitely look back and like. Think Let me of, ask like, you a random question. I've always asked like people. Yeah. I don't know why it's just always on me, but like, what was your first musical experience? Musical experience. Like so the first memory of music that you have. Who? When? What? Oh, um. Well, it was mostly it came from my older brothers, like what they listened to growing up. The first musical experience that I can think of was like they had MTV on like in the early 90s and they were playing MTV jams. <laughs> yeah, something like that. And I'll, all I remember is a music video for um, it was like Rob Zombie's More Human Than Human. Oh, that's sick. Yeah. And that's that was like kickoff. Yeah. That was like the first thing I remember. Um Combined with also anytime I would ride with my mom, she would always have like the like the pop station on for like eighties and nineties music. Uh, as moms do. Yeah. yeah. And that stuff just got embedded in my head and that's also like where I got my love for like eighties pop. Oh yeah. Which uh, I'm still like real into some well, every once in a while I just like to bust some of that stuff out yeah, and listen yeah. to it. Of course, dude. This wrong zombie was like I think, uh, I mean, the obvious, like, Dracula and stuff like that. Like, yeah. I got roped on that. I put that in, like, one of my first skate videos, dude. And that was, like, phew, Yeah. God. Like, but, like, yeah. That was, like, the shit it was back like then. It was, like, that, um, Black Hole Sun. Like, yeah. that music video. Soundgarden. That trippy yeah. music video. Mm-hmm. Like, that was that always. That was, like, their one-hit wonder, honestly, to me, at least. Like, they had a bunch of other. like, that. the one that stands out there, like. You remember Spoon Man? That yeah. that song like st- stood out to me from them. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Black Hole Sun was just always. I think because once again, like my dad used to play that shit. Like yeah, he was heavy like '90s alternative like stuff like that. Yeah. And like I mean a lot of different musics, like Nirvana. Nirvana was another one. Smells like Teen Spirit yeah, was Teen's like one Addiction. that was like always on and you know. Um, Smashing Pumpkins, big Smashing Pumpkins, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, it was like all those like, like grunge and like slightly post grunge Mm -hmm. like bands. That yeah, it's crazy because I was like so young at the time, like I didn't really even know what it was. Mm -hmm. And like all through like very select like you know top like three fucking songs on my like iPod and shit at the time, but like 
I never knew, especially like even as I get older, I stumble across like random songs. Like holy hell! Like I used to hear that in the car, like oh know, yeah, growing up constantly. Yeah, it's crazy. It's like I'll instantly just like Shazam that shit. Yeah, it's like I may know the artist, but I'm not gonna go digging through like as poor yeah. as it sounds and like all their songs to go find that thing. Quick thing, uh, move the mic just a little bit closer to you. Yeah, yeah my bad. Test, 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 test. Oh, maybe it is. Test, test, one, two, three. Yeah, it should be good now. Yeah, I think we're all right. All right. Um, but yeah, it's crazy. It's like music influence and stuff. So like my dad, he had a, uh, like a Mac tower and shit way back, you know? Yeah. I mean, he's always been like, I was Mac born and raised, but, mm-hmm. uh, I remember like digging into like his iTunes library, like at a young ass age mm-hmm. and he had anything from like Biggie to uh, like, I mean, God knows what dude, like, yeah, there was like Weezer. It was all over the spectrum. Like, you know? Similar to how, like, a lot of people are even nowadays, like, their music taste. But, like, that really sparked some shit off. I was like, oh, wow. Like, because at that time, I mean, I'd say, like, Green Day, probably I was, like, super heavy into them. You know, you're talking, like, 12, like, 13. That was, like, right over, like, American Idiot came out, you know? Oh, so, like, Like 2004? Yeah, like, that was my shit. Like, I had that on, like, hard copy CD. (sighs) Yeah. But, like, that was my intro. Where, like, he had older shit, like, Dookie, like, all that stuff. Then, like, all the way back to, yeah, like, Rob Zombie, Jane's Addiction, and then, like, Tupac and Biggie was the first time I ever heard that was off of his computer. Yeah, it was, uh, my, basically my brothers I had to thank for, like, the music I listened to, so it was mostly, like, grunge and then, like, heavy rock and, like, the early 2000s rock phase, which Mm -hmm. wasn't always the best. Like, there was, like, the shit that... I'm embarrassed now to say that I listen to like Nickelback and I mean yeah but that's a staple though in some yeah. people's generations like yeah that's a weird thing with music it's like no matter what time or place you happen to be at like you'll hear that one song and it just kind of sparks off like you know exactly oh, yeah. what you were doing at that exact time like I would, it's nuts I would say when I like cr- when music like I created my own identity with music was with Linkin Park that was like my Dude. Jay Z and Lincoln Park mashups. Oh, that was great. Yeah, that was like yeah. Like, See, I came like I don't know. We got a little bit of an age gap. Yeah, but like that was my introduction. To like Lincoln Park was like the Jay Z and Lincoln Park. Oh, mine was like their first album. I can't remember the name of it now. But uh, yeah, like early two thousands when they came out with that. Yeah, that that shit was like spreading around, and it just like it hit it for me. And like their song, like in the end. Yeah, like all that stuff, and like. Like, that was, like, the first band where I was, like, this is, like, my band. Like, this is... Oh, yeah. Like, it's just, like, hits home. Like, you yeah. Know, I don't know. It's, like, relatable in a sense. not even, like, on a day-to-day type thing. But it's just, like, maybe your attitude at the time. Like... Yeah. For me, it was, like, a lot of, like, teen angst type shit. You know? Yeah. So, it's, like, whatever you're feeling at the time. Like, punk. Like, whatever. It's, like, even... I went through, like, different phases of music. You know? Where I would hit, like... Uh, starting off, it was, like, Biggie, stuff like that, and then, like, hit right. like, quick switch to, like, punk, right? Yeah. So then it was, like, Rancid, Minor Threat, like, all that kind of stuff. Right, right. And then I went from that and like, just, like, you know, I guess you could kind of deem that as classic metal. People get real iffy on that shit, so it's hard to say, but, like, Metallica. Yeah, I and was... And then I hit, like, a quick switch and, like, old hip-hop, too, like, Nosomatic, obviously, like... Big I got, pun, I got into shit. a little bit of hip hop like in high school and then like just like mainstream hip hop when I got to college because it's yeah. like all they would play at parties and stuff. Yeah, listen, old school shit, dude. Ah, Some yeah. Wu-Tang, stuff like that. Like, yeah. It's really a lot different. Like the whole quote unquote rap scene nowadays has changed so dramatically. It's insane. Like, yeah. Like, you got, like, all that, the what, the mumble rappers and stuff now. Yeah, I mean, you look back to, like, Most Def, like... Oh, yeah, Nate Most Def was great. Stuff like that, like, it's crazy. Common. I Com- listened to oh, dude, Common. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I uh, cut a skate video trailer back when I was, like, I don't know, like, 14. Yeah. To a uh, Common... Oh. Like, I Have a Dream. So he remixed, like, MLK's, like, I Have a Dream speech and oh, sampled really? that on a beat. It was really sick. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome yeah, yeah i used to love like back in college i listened to a lot of common mm-hmm. um 
Yeah, that was like the, the one that really hit hard for me. Yeah, dude. It's for awesome. like hip hop and stuff. That's what I'm saying. It's like inspiration comes from everywhere. It doesn't have to be like one thing. Yeah. It's like it's a whole broad spectrum, you know, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then uh, I would say like, I don't know. It wasn't until I got to college where I started like going away from like mainstream stuff mostly. Mm-hmm. Like I just don't listen to a lot of mainstream stuff anymore. Yeah, yeah, you're big into your indie stuff for sure. Yeah, indie stuff. I like started with. Yeah, that's cool though, because it's like uh, it's almost like you have to search for it. Like it's almost like the journey to find some sick shit. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what I did. Is I was just like go on radio stations. Like I don't know if you do you remember um, uh, Last FM. No. Uh, it was uh, before. Like shit, like Spotify, and it was around when Pandora was still a huge deal. I mean, Pandora, I guess, is kind of still around, but okay. people don't use it as much as like, say, Spotify and like yeah, like but Pandora just, to me was always more of like a free thing, you know? Yeah. So it was like I wasn't really too pressed about like paying a subscription, like skip the ads, because like then I can just hop around to a different channel. Well, yeah, I tried. It's, not really a big deal. it's just like I tried to use Pandora, like when I was in college and stuff, but it would always oh, yeah, recommend sure. me shit that I just didn't want to listen to. Yeah, see, there's certain mixes on there that would really hit for me for sure. And I just like I decided to like look for alternatives, and I fell onto this this website called Last FM, and it would like recommend me like stuff that's like right within the genre that's very similar to the artist that I'm listening to, but it would be like more indie stuff you mm-hmm. know it wouldn't be a lot of mainstream stuff so like well that's it and so i was like listening real hard into like code and cambria at the time yeah and like it started, started like oh you like code and cambria so start listening to like you know circus survive or um this other band called closure in moscow or okay like stuff like that and that's like kind of how I brought or dance Gavin dance. That's another oh, yeah, one. Yeah. Actually, you got me into that. And I really fucked yeah. that heavy. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, yeah, I really love some different. It's like it's hard to even really describe. It's like yeah, they're just like all over the spectrum. It'll sometimes good on your worst days, but at the same time, like you really be feeling like sick on like your best days too with that shit. Yeah, it's it's weird. It's like very opposite end of the spectrum for me at least. Yeah. Like, I only really know, like, a few. I haven't really dove into it all like you do at all. Yeah, because I've listened to, like, every one of their albums. and I Or I have every one oh, of their yeah. albums. That's but. what I'm saying. you got to hit that show when it comes to Pittsburgh this summer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. There's a bunch of shows sure. coming up um, in March and April. Yeah. I just looked at the lineup, uh, like, two days ago at work. Um, and also, was it, uh, Dan's band is playing yeah. opening up for down the, to rex the contortionist i think it's rex there right yeah, the, yeah rex. the contortionist for sure i can't remember who the other like one or two are but i think it was like haken or something was yeah, one yeah, of the yeah, other ones like that. Mm-hmm. um which is real cool that they they get to open for them and then they're doing their own i like, like the rex man honestly oh yeah the rex cool. is such a solid um boy i need to like edit out my beer burps <laughs> Yeah, but <laughs> um yeah the rex is like um yeah it's solid um it's got it's always got like solid shows like mr smalls does like Dude, mr, mr. Small. smalls is so sick like <sighs> where did you get that place got like a special honestly it has like a special place in my heart that that spot for sure yeah oh yeah, yeah there's a lot of history there for sure that was actually where my first show was Really? At, uh, Mr. Smalls. That's yeah. awesome. It was uh, Anthony Green and the Deer Hunter. Really? Yeah. Which Anthony Green's the lead singer of Circus Survive. Okay. Um, that was back in 2012. I never went to any sh- other shows before that. Where Where was your first one at? Like, what was first your first show? Yeah. Honestly, man, this sounds terrible, but like, I never even went to a show until I think it was a uh, 2012 Warped Tour. Yeah. Honestly, oh, that's a good first experience. It was, yeah, it was sick. Honestly, it's like, what was that? That was like right as uh, Bring Me the Horizon, right? Yeah. So like, uh, the people I went with at the time, like they were super into that kind of stuff, but like I didn't really know much about it. Yeah. Like I liked what I liked, which was like at that time, like a lot of like rap, hip hop stuff like that. Uh huh. They had some sets like that as well, but like, and then Bring Me the Horizon, I got introduced to that, and that was like Semper Tonal. 
right? Mm-hmm. Still to this day, I can listen to that thing front to back, like, any day of the week, and, like, not even blink an eye. Like, that shit is sick. But, like, I got to see, uh... What was it? Because obviously you have, like, the pits of that show, right? Like, those kind of shows. But, like, I'd never experienced nothing like that. So then, like, it came time where, like, they were about to hit the stage, and I was like, oh, that'd be super sick. You know, but, like, I don't really know if I can do all that, because I've never experienced that. So I was kind of intimidated about it, really, you know? So I remember, like, I think I went up and, I don't know, smoked a cigarette, whatever it was, up top of the hill there at First Niagara. Yeah. Key Bank, whatever it's called nowadays. Star Lake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, who even knows at this point? But, uh, dude, I saw Shadow Moses from the top of the hill there. And that mm. was, like, one of the few songs I saw. And they, like, opened up with that at the time. Yeah. And watching that from, the, like, the top of the hill, dude, like, literally gave me chills. That's awesome. Like, walking, like, looking down at that shit was crazy. It was nuts. Yeah. But like, it's great yeah. to, like, experience music like that. But it was not say within, like, the next, like, I don't know, two, three years after that. Like, I just gotten exposed to, like, so much more music. So it was, it was almost like that kickstarted that shit, you know? Because I had, like, friends that, like, they used to have, like, many ramp jams that, like, Warped Tour and stuff, like, way back. And, like, they would all skate in that stuff. Whereas, like, I came, like, a year or two late for that, you know? Oh, yeah. So it's like, I never got to see that. And, like, never, you know, it's it's weird associations, but at the same time. Hmm. But then, yeah, like, after really that, cool. like, Mr. Smalls is definitely, that opened up, like, so many doors for me. Yeah. For sure. Like, there's so many, like, good venues around, like, even now. Like, they just got, like, what, the Roxy Inn just opened up not too long mm-hmm. ago, and I've heard, like, good things nah, about it. No, that place it. is really cool. Yeah. I haven't been to it yet. Yeah, yeah, No, that's um, awesome. I went to this place not too long ago called Spirit in Lawrenceville. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That popping little club they got over there. Yeah, yeah. That was really. They cool. had a lot of sick events over there. Honestly, yeah. I'd like to make it over there more myself. I just haven't really. Yeah, it's just lazily gone out of my way for. Lawrenceville's so hard to get from like where we're at. So like, yeah, in a sense. I mean, it's like it's not a no throw, but it's not like a way. terrible hassle. You know, like. I hate driving there because like I can never enough. never find parking. Yeah, and then, there's some crazy pop and stuff going on over that side of town. Oh yeah, it's nuts. Oh yeah, I, I love Lawrence. Like uh, the uh, Rex or not um, Row House. Oh theater. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I told you about that red, red fishbowl spot over there too. Oh yeah, they hold like a ton of like art events, all that jazz. Like it's super sick. Yeah, I just like, my I buddy need to has that. Get thing. out there to. Mm-hmm. Like check some stuff out. No, that's and, cool. We should definitely start venturing out that way. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like it's just like I don't know. I just like I hate like driving places like to do stuff and like yeah, it's, it's just not like, that big of a deal to me. Yeah. I think because he grew up in the sticks, I grew up closer to the city, so it's like I've always yeah. You know, not, I guess maybe that's why. I just like I'm so sick of driving anywhere to do stuff. It's yeah, just like, it doesn't bother me at all. Like, I'd almost, I, weirdly enough, because I live, like, at this point, like, borderline South Hills, but I'd rather drive in the city than I would in the South Hills. Because you get, like, a bunch of soccer moms and their Escalades, fucking, like, going to Target <laughs> midday when their husbands are at work, like, that kind of deal. You know? Yeah, I think it's also, like, it's just, like, I'm not used to, like, the city, like, I don't know, just driving and parking and all that stuff, and it just like annoys me, like having to find well, parking spots learn and, and like that's all. Yeah, let's venture out. Well, I've just been here like three years now. I feel like I should have had, yeah, but... had it by now. <laughs> no, I mean, see, it's the thing that there's Pittsburgh is funky. Don't get me wrong, right? As yeah. far as like traffic things go, right? Like uh, patterns and all that jazz. I mean, there's like random lanes where like if you don't know it, like you're gonna make a wrong. Yeah. Even going up towards Liberty off first half, people always go straight in that right lane, and that kills me, because that middle lane is the straight. That's that. Oh, yeah. That's a prime example of that shit. Like, going up towards, like, 376. Yeah. Off of uh, Boulevard. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, my God. It's just stuff like that. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I've definitely, like, been that young kid there, like, venture out and, like, be an asshole in Oakland, like, turn on one way. Oh, but I... it's like, he's got to learn that stuff, you know? That's true. Like my the only, how else are you gonna do it? That's true. Like my my first experiences, um, like driving around Pittsburgh, or just driving around any city in general. I was like, 
driving up here for like some um to film some charity thing and it was in like um not shady side what's near shady side it's um bloomfield oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. around there that was like the first area i've ever really ventured to that's like, pretty cool in the city yeah. like children's south there all that jazz yeah too. and like, like south highland i think like, stuff like that i was just like i do is like a perpetual panic attack like just going through that entire yeah area. dude that's a whole different like, beast honestly yeah that's a cool thing about pittsburgh though it's like all the different neighborhoods as you know yeah oh yeah and uh yeah it's just a crazy experience and like all around a weird first experience to like have in pittsburgh no but that's that's the sickest part about it is because you have so many different neighborhoods right yeah and they all have their own different cultures so it's like you have to like polish hill like i mean they're, i'd say at this point like they're super heavy and like the art stuff from what i've noticed even back in high school mm-hmm. then you ever like shady side right and, like it's more pop and it's like a a classier south side for like a lack of a better phrase yeah where it's like it's popping over there in like a different way where it's like not a bunch of like fresh 21 year olds like it's a little more cleaned up you know yeah and like then even though you ever east liberty and stuff like that like they've been cleaning that up like crazy too like the last few years like that's awesome oh yeah i used to shop at that um i lived in squirrel hill big ass target out there yeah that that big target (laughs) that's crazy yeah Dude, that but is I used to do my grocery shopping when I lived in Squirrel Hill, and Squirrel Hill itself is an interesting area. Like mm-hmm. it's just like, I mean, it's a lot of uh, Jewish culture there, yeah. and like, um, you know, mixed in with like a lot of like college kids and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, semi. I think it was when my dad first moved to Pittsburgh. Is actually, <sighs> he never drank nothing until he was twenty one, right? Mm-hmm. And I guess I think it was called the Cage. Don't quote me on that. But okay. That was a spot up in Squirrel Hill and shit. And he was all in bands, like, in high school and stuff like that. Yeah. He was just, like, Art Institute kid, like, that kind of deal. But, uh, yeah, his, like, first drink ever, they went to the cage. And then that was, like, a hot-ass spot up there at the time. You know? Hmm. It's cool. It's just, like, weird little, like, culture pockets, like, stuff. It's almost like a... Oh, I can't really think of the phrase, but, like, just, like, a hole-in-the-wall type thing. Like, Yeah. That's, like, the sickest shit really i do like places like that yeah that's awesome i mean even like you look at like uh all right prime example like a fire breakfast spot right you're looking at like o'leary's down south side on east carson oh yeah yeah and, like that place um, is sick you know where like jester's is yeah it's dead next to that yeah it's really i, I know what you're talking about actually yeah. i've never been in there but i i know what you're talking about and there's it's like, like a little mom and pop diner Another one that I, I actually have been to in Squirrel Hill was uh, Pamela's. Yeah. Yeah. They got a, a few of them around. Oh, Squirrel really? Hill, Oakland, I think Mount Lebanon, I want to say. Okay. Yeah. That was like around way. the borderline of like Mount Lebanon, Dormont kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So like. This little mom and pop shop. So like Pittsburgh's really good for that. And like that's where it's at. Like. All right. Yeah. I think stuff like that. Yeah, it's, it's just, just like it's so I don't like, know, genuinely grown, you know. Mm-hmm. Really. Yeah. And um I mean coffee shops are a big thing for me. So like mm-hmm. there's a lot of good local coffee shops around. Yeah, so I haven't really ventured into that world too uh, much. Yeah. I kinda I need to more honestly. Yeah. There's a lot of good places to get coffee. Like yeah. I was just at well, we just drove past it actually, Black Forge. Oh yeah. Like not too long ago. Yeah, I've heard first big time. nice stuff about that for sure. That place is awesome, and then I always go down to like Big Dog or Delaney's in Southside to yeah. get coffee and um, chill out and stuff. And um, but like those are like kind of big for me, and no, nah, for sure. Plus, they also like they cater to artists around here. Like they'll they'll um, basically have like art galleries within their their shops. You can like put up your artwork, yeah, and sell Dude, it. The local scene is huge in that stuff. Yeah, all the way down to like. I mean, yeah, a lot of places, like, even down to bars will take, like, you know, local business cards, stuff like that. But then even you start talking, like, wall art, like, it's crazy. It's yeah, super the, sick. And, like, there's a lot of places that are almost, like, mini galleries at this point. Like, yeah. Even, like, Black Forge, like. Yeah, Delaney's has a lot of good stuff. Um, uh, Big Dog, um, they have, there's a guy who does art pieces. You've probably seen them around Southside. He did, like, that 
I don't, I don't remember what they're called or what the guy's name is called. Um, like the elephant head that you uh, see like everywhere. Uh, um, Baron Batch. That was it. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's okay. It. Yeah, it, I like, follow that dude a good bit. Actually. Yeah, his his a bunch of his artwork is down there in that mm-hmm. coffee shop, yeah. like just hanging up and yeah. stuff. It's real cool. And dude. he did like a, a really sweet Boba Fett at like that one shop or tattoo shop or I forget what it what it is down yeah. on Carson. Dude, but. no, he has so much sick shit. Honestly, yeah, he actually he does a really dope thing where even if like so I've known people like commission paintings even off him. Yeah, and he'll give you a free one too, right? Oh, cool! Like a drop off spot though. Oh, yeah. Where it's like, all right, it's like you get this one that, like, you know, it's yours, whatever. But it's like take this one for somebody else and, like, put it in, like, a cool spot. Yeah. For, like, somebody else to, like, randomly stumble upon. Oh. And, like, he does that shit all the time. That's like, awesome. He'll, like, post that shit where it's like, hey, like, uh, like, you know, on, like, common spots, too, around Pittsburgh where, like, if you know it, you'll <clears> see it and you know where it's at. Yeah. It's almost like a first come first serve thing, but like it's really sick dude. I mean imagine like walking on the sidewalk and seeing some shit like that and we're like and that dude's like so I don't know, so genuine. It's crazy. Honestly. Yeah. Imagine just like the the influence that get that kind of stuff gets, mm-hmm. like just from other people and Yeah, he was actually my second pick for like my senior project. Oh really? In like Point Park on like my documentary like class and all that. Yeah. I have to get on with Mr. Smalls, but Oh, okay, yeah. yeah he would be a dude, good Baron guy. Patch was just, uh, Look, yeah, look into. Dude, he has some crazy shit. Like he um, just came, kind of like came up out of the, like the crack work too. It was crazy. Huh. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't really know much about him. Does he have like a like an Instagram or something? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll have For to go sure. follow him. No, dude, he's posting stuff all the time. He's super avid on that. Okay. Yeah, it's actually really sick. Nice. Yeah. He actually, uh, yeah, even like my my dad got a painting commission for my stepmom for like her birthday. Yeah through him and it was that kind of deal where like he gave them a free one and he went and dished it like you know a spot that he liked and stuff and that dude actually threw that up on his page that's awesome yeah and I saw where that was and he post you know he's like if they take a photo with like where they found it like that kind of thing like the people that find it like will throw that up too and it's just like super genuine dude like really sick honestly yeah. I, I know um was it my friend Mackenzie who I had on the podcast before she talked him up I guess she's met him a couple times. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, that's when I first kind of heard about him. Like, I knew about, like, his artwork, like, around the area, but yeah. I didn't really know who was doing it until, like, she told me about oh, that. Dude. Yeah, he has the, uh, even down, I think it's by, like, Double Wide on Carson. Like, down that way, he has that big-ass, like, elephant head on there. Yeah. And there's one, like, dude, off the street all over the place. from here. I think it's on, like, Sarah Street or something. There's mm-hmm. one, like, on a garage door or something yeah. like that. Or on the side dude, of a there's building. Actually, there's... If you dip down, like, little south side of alleys, there's all kinds of shit. Like, yeah. I think it sounded, like, towards, like, 15th, actually. They have a mural, and there's, like, some stormtrooper heads. Yeah. On, like, random shits, you know? Like, yeah, it's I've, cool. I've seen the... That little back alley dips are, like, the sickest. Like, yeah. Because you don't really, like, go out of your way too much, but it's more of, like, a random stumble across. Yeah. And you're just like, holy shit, like, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah, just the random artwork that you can find, like, yeah. just going around here. Like, mm-hmm. it's just, like, trying to, like, finding some sort of Banksy shit or something yeah, like dude, that. Pittsburgh is, like... That is that thing where, like, yeah, it's all different dips, but, like, it's it's super sick. Yeah. Um, look, wait, has that ever, like, influenced you, like, in any way? Like, uh, seeing artwork like that? Like, so, like, like an art perspective? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, even that, like, roots back from, like, being a little kid, too, though. Yeah. You know, like, I came from, like, two graphic designers. Okay. You know? So it's more, like, that's more your influence... Yeah, but, like, truthfully, I never even messed with, like, I, I think I just kind of dismissed it, because, like, they were both, like, my parents, like, real good artists growing up and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. Or being, like, a little kid and, like, telling them, like, oh, draw this, blah, 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 and, like, it'd be crazy, like, coming out, and it would take, like, no time, literally, from them just, like, sketch something up, like, and then as I would get older, I'd find, like, th- things in the garage, like, their old portfolios from, like, Art Institute, like, stuff like that, you know? Yeah. It's just, like, dude, like, that would blow my mind, like. So I'm drawing like, comics as like teenagers and stuff yeah. like that, like that's insane to me. Yeah. And like, especially at that time, because I could relate so much. Because I would just say like, first start skating back then, and I come across like a comic it was like a BMX or a skateboarder, like you know, like all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, they made back then. I'm just like, dude, like this is so sick, you know. 
So it's like revisiting that stuff that they've already done. That like kinda... yeah, but like I had no idea about it till like I would just get bored and go like venturing out in the garage to find some stuff. Huh. But like that's yeah, really I cool. mean, it was crazy. Yeah. So like, I mean, I've always been more in like a a digital perspective, I guess you could say. So like, I got yeah. Even with like the film stuff, like obviously you know to like Point Park for like the cinema jazz, like all that stuff, right. you know. But like it really, I started like. I don't even know. I think in like third grade, like just filming like skate videos around the neighborhood. Oh yeah. With like my little Coolpix camera, like no audio even coming through it, you know. <laughs> but like then I'll get home, like my my parents will hook me up with like iMovie and stuff like that. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Which is awesome, yeah. And then like at the time, like I mean, obviously, like you know, in this perspective now, it's just like yeah, like. But at the time, like, that was the shit, dude. Like, being a little kid, and it's like, oh, like, what, dude? I can get home, like, make this, make that, and, like, throw whatever music I made. It's like, yeah, and I had, like, White Stripes, like, Green Day, like, stuff like that, like, to that. Because that, that was the shit I was into at the time. And, like, as I got older, like, I don't know. It's, it branches off so crazy, dude. Like, I hate to keep on speaking on it, but, like, just skateboarding is insane. Like, yeah. 80% of my friends at this point, to this day... Whether they do so or not, or because, and they're rooted from that. Yeah, it's like you it's find. Insane. Yeah, it's like you find like a solid friendship through something that you all share, like in some way. Yeah, it's like a weird common denominator. Like, yeah, it's so I don't know, but like, yeah. So we digress, but like back to that, and then like uh, they got me on like Final Cut, and like got yeah. me that too, because uh. There was, like, a hookup through, like, a job and stuff at the time for the software, you know? Right. And I was, like, starting to get, like, pretty heavy in editing and stuff because I like that shit a lot, you know? Mm-hmm. So, then like, you know, and then you start getting, like, better cameras as time goes, stuff like that. And then, like, uh, I think it was junior of high school, actually. The one dude I was cool with, he was like, hey, uh, he's like, you ever think about, like, shooting a music video? And I was like, truthfully, man, I was like, that has never even crossed my mind once. <laughs> Like, that would be so sick, you know? Yeah. Like, I'd definitely be down and, like, give it a go. So we went out, dude, and, like... I mean, it was a good-ass time. It was super sick. At this point in time, like, obviously, we've learned, like, so much more since then. But, like, that's how time goes, though. Like, you learn things as you go. Which right. is sick, but, like, we showed up, and I think, uh... Like, complete novice mistake I had... What was it? It was, like, an MP3 file or something, and it was, like, way back. But... He didn't even have the song on his phone or nothing like that. And it was just, like, a local, like, little rap song or that kind of deal. But, uh, we had, what was it? We showed up actually down here in the the warehouses between, like, Station Square and Southside. Ah. Uh-huh. That's when I first, like, where I first shot my uh, first music video ever. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was fucking, like, 20 degrees out, dead of winter. Jesus. Like, a night, like, yeah, tonight, but, like, much terrible. colder. Yeah. Like, all the homeboys are showing up and, like, their whole get-up, you know what I mean? And, uh, yeah, we ride down. We didn't even play the track as we filmed it because dude was like, oh, like, yeah, I'll just, you know. We'll just, I thought it was fine at the time as well. I mean, I was, like, 17 Ooh, at that time. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, like, fuck it. Like, we'll just shoot it, you know? And then, like, I didn't know because I didn't know that game at all until, like, we got back and I started doing posts. And I was like, dude, like, I would have to, like, mess with the timing on, like, every half a line this dude spits. Because the timing and the tempo is so off. Like, it's crazy. I mean, it's it's just how it goes. Like, you have to play the song most of the time in order to keep that shit synced up. Yeah. It's like, I, it was insane. But, yeah, I mean, that sparked the whole thing. Like, I mean, for that dude alone, I ended up making probably, throughout, like, high school, like, 20 videos for him. Mm-hmm. You know, and then like that branched off to like rap, and then it went and, like I had like friends in a metal band, like Dematis, stuff like that. And, like that was awesome too, and I met them through skating as well. That's what I'm saying, dude. It all comes back full circle. But like, yeah, yeah, it was nuts. And then, like, and then I went out to Nashville twice. Okay, cool. Like, country is like on a personal level, like as far as like listening to music, like that's my one stipulation. Like I'm just not really one to put that on myself. Yeah. But, like, I can appreciate, like, all different levels of music, you know? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, uh, yeah. 
they each have like kind of their own yeah it's just like country's never really them. hit for me like that yeah. you know but like nonetheless i went up to nashville like dude that was crazy you know yeah, i've always heard like, the music scene nashville. out there they call i mean it's music city for a reason yeah you know, really it's insane like, like it's not just country i've heard like oh it's no, just, no yeah yeah dude there's literally you can get it so much like you have to go out there honestly just to even I just do it to, one time yeah like, I had a nice hookup coming out of school because I could just, like, couch it on somebody's place, you know? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I tried that. I don't know. It's it's all over the place. Like, the documentary stuff is probably my favorite, though. Mm. Really, to do, like, documentary. documentary. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I've done a documentary since college. Like, I just never have had the opportunity. It's a lot of fun because it's not so, like, I don't know. In all honesty, man, like, Point Park really pushes, like, the, I don't know so much now, but, like, it was like the the narrative filmmaking, right? Right. Like, yeah. I mean, I enjoy that too. Don't get me wrong, you know. But like, there's so much more out there that you could really be doing. Like, it's not you don't have to be limited to an A and B story, you know. Like, it's just I don't know. And they started opening up more workshops as I got closer to the end of that, you know. Yeah. Which is really awesome to see. Like, even the dog stuff. I think, what was it? They did, like, a music video workshop as well, which is really sick, you know? Because, like, oh, people need really to be cool. exposed to that. But, like, now, in my opinion, nowadays, like, they should also open up the window to, like, social media content, you know? Cause oh, I've absolutely. Because I've had jobs in the past where it's, like, you need to know that because that's just where, like, our future is heading at this point. Which, I mean, scary or not, like, I you mean, have to accept it. Now there are, know? like, job positions for i mean social media managers and well that's what i'm saying like like it's it's a big deal like it's, yeah. a, it's created jobs out of i mean like, dude that is our world honestly yeah. it's like my last job that's all i was doing was like 95 percent social media content yeah but it's just like such a rapid rate like you have to boom 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 yeah just like, like promoting on there like they hire like there's companies that hire people just to like manage their twitter accounts and stuff like that it's like they'll just go on there and I tweet mean, random absolutely. stuff and it's all promo yeah yeah, it's all but like it's just promotional time. stuff. Like it's just a different way of promoting your business than yeah. you know this you point, used like, to. If you are like a half decently big branding, yeah. if you're doing anything less than like half stepping on that, like there's no chance you're gonna. Right. Like, you have to be full ass in that. It's insane. Yeah, yeah. You have to go all Seriously. in. Like you can't just be like, yeah. like oh, we're just gonna create a full a throttle Twitter account, and, yeah, or a, an Instagram and just like you know just sort of post things here and there yeah, like yeah, yeah. you mm-hmm. have to really push that stuff oh absolutely so like get the hits or get the followers because then you, you know that's you know generating revenue one way or another oh for sure i mean that's just you know whether you like it or not personally i have my own views on it like yeah at this it, point like it's just it you have to accept that it has that's how we're going oh yeah it has yeah. its upsides it has its downsides like any other technology like there's there's pros and cons that to that and yeah man it's just i mean what are you gonna do yeah like it's it's just show it's, up or show it's not, up it's not gonna disappear <laughs> like as much as people want to complain about you know pete you know everyone having a cell phone now everyone being on you I mean, know yeah, dude, social media phones, you know it's just like it's it's not gonna go away this is you know this is our present this is what you know what we have we need to make the best out of yeah. it and you know just show There's people very good that things about it too yeah and the, i mean on both ends of the spectrum yeah but like i will say like a personal pet peeve of mine even i don't really know how opinionated i should get on this but regardless like i go out to eat if i ever see like a family of four like all face deep in their phones at the table yeah that was the thing like, that was it's like, like it's like that shit like dude like why are you even you know it's like conversate with the people around you like yes that is our thing now but like, it doesn't yeah. have to be no like, i Come on, like, I kind yeah. of agree with that because it's just like it's it's just I I was I mean I grew up in a more traditional family yeah so exactly like, it's like no fun you know what I mean like yeah so they're family just like spend time at that time you know spend if you're gonna spend time with your family or your you know your loved ones spend spend time with them don't you know escape from that to go do something on your phone or whatever and you know it's, it's just more like living the time you're in like you know but don't be looking like. I don't know, so much forward, like... Yeah, I, I guess... Just enjoy it, other people's company, and I feel like we've lost that. Yeah, I just... I feel like it may also be, like, a 
generational thing, like maybe. I mean, absolutely. You look at like five year olds now, right? Yeah. So like, or I mean, not even five. Just like young kids now, where like they get iPads, but they're watching like videos of other kids playing with toys. Yeah. Where it's like that's to me personally, it's ludicrous. But like that's the whole different generation age gap at this point oh yeah like it's like that's what they grew up with you know stuff like my nephews i've I've seen my nephews watch it's like it just like i'm just like sitting there like i don't i don't even understand this at all but i i know that that's you know i mean you understand probably why to an extent i understand why like i understand why it's a thing and why they love it so much it's just like it's that generational thing it's like now i'm getting to that point in my age where you know, generations below me yeah. are being introduced to different forms of media that mm-hmm. are becoming popularized to them and that I've just, you know, I'll probably just never be able to get. Oh, yeah. That's just how I mean, it's going to be. That's how it goes, dude. Yeah. <laughs> My grandparents don't understand, like, all right, so, for example, like, first tattoo I ever got, right? Yeah. It's like, fresh 18, you know what I mean? And, like, my grandparents are, like, straight out of England from, like, 60 years ago. You know what I mean? Like, they came over here. Yeah. And, uh, crazy proper, like, stuff like that. Like, love them to death. <laughs> I had one ever. I used to cut their grass and stuff like that. And I got my first tattoo. Yeah, probably, like, right around 18. And I wore, like, a three-quarter sleeve over there. And not for the sake of, like, trying to hide it, but, like, I was just cutting grass. I didn't want to, like, get a bunch of shit into it. Yeah. You know? All the clippings, like, whatever, dirt. And uh, I get in there, and my uh, my grandma had helped me, cause she knew, cause I already told him I was getting it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then I think it was like after the fact I finished up, and I sat at the kitchen table, and she's like, "All right," she's like, "You know, let me see it." Like that, like first family reveal type thing. And I like ripped it up. She's like, straight up told me, she's like, "That is the ugliest thing I've ever seen." Oof. Yeah. Yeah, real shit. And I was like, oh. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, oof. I was like, well, I mean, yeah, yeah. that's just a generation thing yeah, again. That's what I'm saying. So, like, that's what I was going back to. It's just a generational, yeah, not even a misunderstanding. Keep... It's just a different perspective. Really, it's just a whole different mindset. I mean, it's just gonna, it's gonna keep changing, and like, it was just like, you know, you just have to be open minded about it. It's like, time adapts. It's not gonna wait for anybody. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, like, it is. I mean, it is what it is, and um. For better or for worse. Yeah. So, like, I just, like, I know moving into the future, like, it's just, it's going to change again. Like, streaming is such a big thing now. And even just, like, not just, like, Netflix or stuff like that, but, like, like, gaming, streaming games is, like, like such a huge thing now. Yeah. Like Twitch, I don't know if you know anything yeah, about yeah. Twitch, mm-hmm. but like it's, it's just like the like, live streaming like yeah. online deal. Yeah, they just yeah. like it's huge. Like people like love that stuff. Like I, I'll watch a few. Like I won't watch live stream stuff most of the time, but every once in a while I'll watch. I mean, dude, that's a whole different fan base. A few videos, like because I'm huge into gaming and stuff. But like, I mean, even at this point, people make it cut and dry between like YouTube and like say like uh not like. I mean, I guess you could say, like, cable or, like, streaming services in that sense. Yeah. Where it's, like, there's... That's a black and white crowd right there. Right. I feel like I have a better term. Like, the YouTube crowd is so much different than it is, like, say, if you're watching, like, Netflix or, like, cable. Yeah. It's like, so, it sounds so dumb, but, like... It's... It's such a different sort of content like that they're no it's just a whole different following really well i mean even then youtube is like divided into different like sections like the youtube that we know is like different from like the youtube that like my nephews watch dude yeah 100 percent. and it's like it's it's like stuff i wouldn't even expect it to be on youtube that they watch and i'm just like i just like i don't get it but like it's like their thing and i can remember like setting out in the summer like on the patio of my grandparents' house. I, like, half grew up there as, like, a little kid in the summer and shit yeah. like that, you know? And, like, using, like, their <laughs> their laptop at the time, like, going out to, like, their, like, you know, back deck, whatever. And, like, pulling up YouTube and, like, watching stuff like that. And, like, at that point, I mean, who knows how much that was even ripped, you know what I mean? Right. But, like, it was nuts, like. And for me, it was, like, skate videos, like, stuff like that. Like, whatever right. it happened to be at the time. 
probably like jackass stuff like you know it was just like but it was a whole different that opens up a whole different world to you you know so like in that sense it's almost like whatever that person perceives their own world to be yeah because youtube is such a multi-facet thing yeah it's, it's insane in, it's unreal oh man but i will be real let me take a piss and smoke a cigarette and then we'll hit this back <laughs> all right is that cool yeah we are getting up to an hour almost we? so yeah it's up to you if you want to keep hitting it or if you want to like wrap it up yeah i mean if you don't mind yeah all right it's fine here crack that for me yeah absolutely and that was my talk with Ian Allegrucci. Um, hope again. I hope you really enjoyed that. Um, I, I enjoyed doing it with him. Um, we're trying to plan another part to that interview because um, we still have a lot more that we could discuss. So hopefully that'll be coming in the future again. Because of the pandemic and all that, I haven't been able to do as many um, in-person interviews as I have in the past. Uh, hopefully that. M- you know, hopefully we, I can find a way to work around that because it doesn't look like, you know, the pandemic um, stuff is going to end anytime soon. So I don't want to put anyone on the spot with doing any in-person stuff because um, I I personally believe that that's, you know, that's not the responsible thing to do at this point. Um, but... Um, there's always the, the chance that we could do some, that I might do some remote interviews or, um, do some in-person stuff with proper precautions in place. So, um, I'm expecting to record a couple things here in the near future, um, that I'm hoping to get, uh, get to share with you sooner rather than later. Um. So keep a lookout for that. Um, I'm also just uh, trying to, to promote my general content. I'm reworking my website um, and my video reel. So I'm hoping to have uh, those things up real soon. And then the Cypher I Media website is getting reworked significantly um, and consolidated. So... Um, I have some design ideas for that that I'm working out and then once I have that all worked out I'll put it all together and get it all organized and um, share it all with you guys along with you know future episodes of the podcast so um, until then I hope you all uh, are doing well um, and I hope you all stay safe um, and I will see you all real soon Take care.